Now say what you want about Julian Assange. When he created WikiLeaks, he had a vision, he had a mission and purpose. He understood the idea of corruption at the highest levels, the hiding of secrets to further that corruption. And he wanted to aggressively do what any journalist wants to do for their whole career. And that is chase stories, leads, land documents or people who might be scared to talk or more importantly, have information that would categorize them as whistleblowers who are doing the ultimate act wherein they sacrifice their own safety to reveal truth. As a country, as we descend into a time where facts or actual truths are up for interpretation by what people receive on their TikTok or Facebook feeds or even the divide around households that watch Fox News and those that don't, this latest leak of intelligence files, from what I'm hearing, is not only eye-opening, but... For lack of a better word, it's the work of amateurs. Per an article in the Washington Post that as I was writing this was breaking news. And the headline read, Leaker of U.S. secret documents worked on a military base, friend says. Great sourcing there. I would not call you a whistleblower in the slightest. I don't think that there was a goal nor some sort of accomplishment that he was looking for in sharing these documents. Of course, there's some anti-government sentiment, but that's not unlike most right-wingers in the modern day and age. Getting creative, the Washington Post is now calling these leaked documents the Discord files. And before I start to analyze a few things, my personal understanding of Discord is twofold. In my other career as a television producer, I did produce a documentary that investigated child predators who used Discord to hunt their subjects. And obviously, Discord originated out of the gaming world. The article by the Washington Post and the video interview they did with a friend of the leaker, who was a minor, piques my interest for a number of reasons. He makes a very political statement about a user he was calling OG, who he makes a point to say that OG was right wing. So just off the rap, all this is starting to become very weird. OG, if this story is true, was someone who worked on a military base, had possible anti-government views, and used Discord to distribute stolen documents to a group that possibly had minors in it. OG was not hostile to the U.S. government. However, he had disagreed with several occasions, such as Waco and Ruby Ridge, and thought that the government is overreaching in several aspects. There was no heavy Snowden-like conspiracy here, like some people may believe. This isn't an Edward Snowden situation, might be an understatement in this case, and any comparisons to Assange and WikiLeaks most likely goes out the window in totality. This is starting to look like someone who was just angry, had no larger motivations to release information other than to maybe look cool to his Discord group, but I want to reserve judgment until more information comes out. People were reading them and they were not commenting on them. They were just sitting there. I want to keep OG's identity secret because I still care for him like he's a family member. He is not a Russian operative. He is not a Ukrainian operative. I'll go as far to say he's not even on the east side of the world. Any claims that he is a Russian operative or pro-Russian is categorically false. He is not interested in helping any foreign agencies with their 
attack on the U.S. or other countries. He was a, he was a young, charismatic man who loved nature, God, who loved shooting guns and, and racing cars. He did have sort of a bossy attitude at some points, but it was more of a fatherly bossy. He did see himself as the leader of this group, and he ultimately he was the leader of this group. And he wanted us all to be sort of super soldiers to some degree, informed, fit, with God, well-armed, stuff like that. It would appear as if he sort of grew angry with the fact that only one or two people were paying attention to these documents that he was pouring his heart out into. And as a sign of just anger, he just decided to post the full documents. He was a very smart man. There's no way in any world that he would not know that he knew that these were illegal. Great. So half the world press is reporting, investigating, and speculating around who OG is. And here is some teenager who needs permission from his mother to even appear in this Washington Post video, speculating that OG wasn't a Russian agent, wasn't disgruntled with the U.S. government, and had no sinister intentions. Two things on this one. I'm sure this idiot talking is going to get a knock on his door from the CIA, FBI, or some other skunk work government agency we don't know about. And at that point, he'll shit his pants and give up the name of OG. Second, this guy, unlike Snowden or Assange or even Daniel Ellsberg at this point, just appears to be an ordinary guy doing ordinary things like shooting guns, racing cars. And yet, he had access to top secret documents and intelligence. Seems pretty staggering. If you take the word of every national security reporter working this beat right now. In my journey on wanting to track this, one of my predictions has come true in that the trail is leading to an American, but the end result might not be as scintillating as Snowden racing to Hong Kong to debrief Glenn Greenwald or doc filmmaker Lawyer Portress. Do you have a sense that this is just the act of one individual? And even if so, wouldn't uh, members of his chain of command also be held accountable for this lost information? Again, I don't want to speculate or get ahead of the DOJ's investigation. We need to allow that to run its course, uh, and so I'd refer you to them. Where my mind goes on this piece of audio from the Washington Post is he refers to OG as the leader of the Discord group, and funny enough, this guy is leaking top secret documents that shares the secrets of the world stage, and no one gives a shit. Sounds about right in the world we live in, where a dumb meme from a bikini-clad bimbo gets more clicks than the fact that maybe the southwest of America is running out of water, or in this case, intelligence leaks of the CIA, Russian intel on the ground in Ukraine, and documents pertaining to China. It seems like OG's heart was in the right place, but maybe should have shared those docs with a journalist instead of launching them into the ether with a crew of teenagers probably exchanging bad jokes, and I digress. With the release of the article in the Washington Post, my assumption is this guy will be arrested in the next few days, if not hours, and as I was writing this and recording it and producing it, he actually did. And now the fun will start for him, wherein he won't see the light of day for the next 40 years of his life at least. So I hope this weekend he got in all the gun shooting and hot rod racing out of his system. Meanwhile, the U.S. Defense Department is still scrambling to try to plug that leak of classified documents that poses a very serious risk to our national security around the world. It would help if they knew where it came from. 
This is Fox News learns the U.S. intelligently could have come. This just seems unbelievable that our national intelligence reports are on social media for basically anyone to see. Let's look at the major disclosures in these leaks. Ukraine's air defense and war in general in peril. The Pentagon has doubts about Ukraine being able to kick off its spring counteroffensive. U.S. intel and some of its spies in Russia could be compromised. Israel's spy agency, the Mossad, supporting domestic protests. South Korea is concerned about supplying weapons to Ukraine. The UAE agreed to work with Russian spies against the U.S. and the British. And Egypt secretly planning to supply Russia with 40,000 rockets. Keep in mind, Egypt has received over $80 billion in military and economic aid from the United States since 1978. Well, I have the luxury of comparing and contrasting the reporting of major news outlets like the New York Times. I sort of went back and looked at their reporting, and it stated that the leak of these documents is much larger than they previously thought and contains some deep intel inside the Russian government and their intelligence agency, the FSB. These new documents that were released contain 27 pages, and it reinforces how deeply American spy agencies have penetrated nearly every aspect of the Russian intelligence apparatus and military command structure. It also shows that the breach of American intelligence agencies could contain far more material than previously understood. Let's talk about the Wagner Group. Secretive Russian mercenary group. A shadowy private security company that has ties to the Kremlin. Wagner Group has a gruesome reputation. The Wagner Group has been around for about 10 years. And its forces have shown up in all sorts of places, from Syria to Mali to Mozambique. What Wagner is doing is essentially acting as a proxy for the Russian government in different armed conflicts. Wagner went from being this small, kind of special forces like mercenary group in Africa to sort of large cannon fodder on the fields of Ukraine. Now, Discord and 4chan, it's the backwoods of our racist internet. And it's where America can thank for the breeding of mass shooters, school shooters, QAnon nuns and many other white supremacist assholes. In the Post article, there's a passage that caught my attention after the reporter watched, I think it was a video from this guy, OG. And this is a quote. In a video seen by the Post, the man who the member said is OG stands at a shooting range, wearing safety glasses and ear coverings and holding a large rifle. He yells a series of racial and anti-Semitic slurs into the camera, then fires several rounds at a target. Like I said in episode one, comparisons between Assange, Snowden, and now OG seems to be leading down a unique path. And one that poses the question, how many times is United States law enforcement and the US government going to allow the radicalization of extremists in places like 4chan or Discord? Almost every mass shooting in the last year can somehow be traced back to 4chan. It's an interesting analogy. If there was a terrorist attack and it was traced back to a specific mosque, you best believe that that mosque would come under FBI scrutiny, riddled with informants and shut down. Yet we allow white supremacist radicals to live freely on 4chan. The ushering in of this new age of internet radicals is here 
and with no serious plan by anyone inside the government or law enforcement. We must recognize that the Internet has provided a dangerous avenue to radicalize, disturb minds, and perform demented acts. We must shine light on the dark recesses of the Internet and stop mass murders before they start. The perils of the Internet and social media cannot be ignored, and they will not be ignored. That was President Trump on the dangers of the Internet and social media following two mass shootings that left at least 31 dead over the weekend. Minutes before the shooting in El Paso, Texas, the suspect posted his racist anti-immigrant manifesto to the online message board 4chan, where people uh, post particularly offensive things, um, you know, racist memes, uh, neo-Nazi propaganda. And, uh, and it's really become a place where people have created a community around that. As this story continues to race at warp speed, I hope moving forward to jump back a bit to Assange and his intentions and consequences and the idea of what is a whistleblower or what is a journalist in 2023? What does it mean for truth? And just as I was finishing this episode, news came down that OG was arrested and is now in custody. In closing for now, OG, as he is known, seemed to think posting to Discord among his friends highly classified documents would not end in disaster, which is hard to believe as I'm sure once securing a job on a military base and after incidents like Chelsea Manning, he must have known that this would end in jail or worse. OG isn't a whistleblower, according to the sources going on the record now, but that remains to be seen, and it also remains to be seen how many of these docs are authentic. As OG, it appears, was first just copying documents and sharing them in lengthy posts, which went ignored. So then he snapped actual pictures. We're back now with new details on the charges against the suspected intel leaker. Just got the criminal complaint here. And we're learning that he is charged with unauthorized retention and transmission of national defense information and unauthorized removal and retention of classified documents 